What's up, y'all? Welcome to I had a <clears throat> no. Let me let me do it right. I had a wonder vision of love, and it was more than you're giving to me. <laughs> What's up, y'all? I am your host, Rain Coleman of I had a wonder vision of love. This is the Carefree Black Nerds review over the show Wonder Vision. Now I will be going over episode three. This is now in color, which. My ass, I kept thinking it was in living color <laughs> even after I watched it. Uh, so, yeah, so it is now in color. I'll probably mess this up uh, during the recording, but hey. So, when you're listening to this episode, please use that hashtag I H A W V O L P. Again, a long, extremely long hashtag for an extremely silly show. Now, WandaVision Episode 3, Now in Color. It is what it is. It's in color. Um, I'll start off with the non-spoiler review. So with uh, WandaVision Episode 3, for those of you who haven't seen it, we, we pick right back up where we left off in Episodes 1 and 2. It feels almost as if we have only maybe gone a couple days or a week from the end of the last episode. Now, though I am a Marvel fanboy, as you can See, those of you in listener land, I have my Marvel hoodie on. Um, with Marvel, I have some knowledge. My knowledge is mainly in mutants. So when it comes to the Avengers and Tony Stark and Thor and Ant-Man and Wasp, all that, I'm still learning. <laughs> so there's some facts that I might get wrong, but I'm trying. And it's the thought that counts. <laughs> so with WandaVision... We pick right back up where we left off in the last episode where she is pregnant. Um, I really like this show. One, I am a fan of the I Love Lucy, Leave it to Beaver, old school 1950s and 60s sitcoms. Um, I Love Lucy and whatnot. And it's because I just I was raised on them. You know, back in the day, everybody wasn't able to have cable. <laughs> so some shows you just had to watch because they were on. I enjoy those programs. Um, I've come across a few people who have said, hey, this ain't for me. This is whack. This is boring. I hate it. And everybody's entitled to their opinion. But I'm of the mind that MCU has given us 11, 12, 13 years worth of consistent, solid storytelling. So even if this wasn't my cup of tea, as far as TV shows are concerned, I would still wait it out, mainly because they're clearly building to something bigger. Um, we open up with a 70s Brady Bunch style show. We're now in color. 
the clothing reflects reflects the time. Vision has that not seventies show dad cut. Uh, Wanda looks like that seventies show. It's really corny. It's really campy. This episode was extremely funny. I even if maybe it's me, maybe it's me and my corny sense of humor. Maybe it is the show playing to the best part of that era of sitcom. But when I tell you, I was laughing. I laughed out loud more than a few times. Um, uh, WandaVision, they're pregnant. Uh, they deal with the doctor, they deal with the other inhabitants of Westview. Um, what else is non spoiler? Uh, we're in the 70s, Westview. We have the baby. Um, really, that's kind of it as far as non-spoiler reviewing. Um, I think cinematography was good. We still got the, I don't know the dimensions, so charge somebody into my heart, but we have the old school, I think it's four by something, the square dimensions on the TV. We ain't got the big 16 wide YouTube type view. And with that, Again, it lends itself to this feeling like a sitcom. One thing I do, um, aside from me enjoying these old school type of shows, I like this idea that whatever the hell is going on, that we're going through time every episode, I would imagine we're going to jump forward another decade. Um, I enjoy the sitcom bits of it. Uh, I'm one who loves extended universes, so I'm always like, okay, this show, what other show would it be in the same universe with? But I like the idea that we get that 1950s sitcom, corny, campy, strings uh, hanging up as far as um, uh, powers being used, very old school stuff. I would have loved, and maybe I might be (laughs) on my own with this, but I would have loved to have seen more episodes in that old school style, in that 50s, in that, even with the 70s, because I feel like what this show does really well is once we get into whatever era we're in for that episode, like they go hard and it feels very convincing. It feels like a very lived in world. And it makes me, I don't know about y'all, but it makes me want to know more. I want to see more, even if it's just two episodes in the 70s, two episodes in the 80s. Whatever. So that's a testament to the show on my end. I feel like they've done a really good job with that. Um, Cinematography, the color. I think the colors really stand out. Of course, the first two episodes were black and white. Now we're here. Now in color, in living color. (laughs) So I did like that. Um, Moving on to spoiler stuff. Man, there was so much going on in this episode. So we get an opening with Wanda and Vision on the couch talking to the doctor. Dr. Nielsen, which is, I believe that is the, uh, what is it, the Nielsen counter that kind of like how many people watched what shows way back in the day. There's been a few like Family Guy and Simpson episodes about that. Uh, Dr. Nielsen is talking with Wanda and Vision about the baby. And again, it's only been maybe a couple days. I would even say a week. This show might go week to week. But the doctor's like, hey, man, you like four months, right? And what I like about this show is the they 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 lean hard into whatever sitcom it is. And they lean hard into the, the aesthetic, into like the scripting, all of that. But then there's these moments that you can tell where people are breaking character. 
And that is so terrifying because we know, even if you're not into the MCU and Marvel and superhero stuff, you know there is something going on. You know that this isn't normal. You know just from watching TV and web series and movies that this isn't a present day show. And when you have somebody like, oh, gee, Willikers, Wanda, you have great hair today. And then all of a sudden it's like, what is this? What's going on? Like, that shit is terrifying. Like, it's subtle, but I like it. Uh, we get the hijinks of Vision uh, putting a baby down in a diaper. Uh, Wanda putting up a mobile with her powers. And I think Elizabeth Olsen, again, I've, I've raved on her and her performance before. And I feel like I'm standing for her. But she, I think, is doing a really good job, again, with a character that doesn't have a fully fleshed out um, uh, not personality, like she hasn't been seen in live action enough to have a definitive version of Scarlet Witch. And with what they've given her, I think Elizabeth has done a really good job especially when you see where she's come from. Now, what I do like about this episode in particular is that her and Pietro were both, oh, and I'm going to get this so wrong. They're Sokovian, but I do not remember what ethnic race they are actually like modeled off of. So forgive me for that. But they were very ethnic and the accents thick and everything in Age of Ultron. We've gotten so far away from that, it's ridiculous. The, it was addressed here, and that was my favorite part of the episode. So, Vision is starting to... Vision is almost like the audience surrogate, I would imagine, where he's existing in this world. We see that something is wrong. Something is broken down. He is... He's under the control of Wanda, but I think he has the most free will out of everybody in Westview. The way I see it, and it's this has been floating around, but it feels as if Wanda is in some type of simulation. Either she's being um, kept captive, and all of this is her mind protecting herself, or she's in a space not being held captive. People are trying to get to her, and yet now she's like, no, this what the hell I got going on. I'm creating this world to keep myself safe because every time something happens that scares her or shakes her um uh reality she just rewrites it and that's another thing like i think this show is doing a good job with showing you her powers on a small scale because it's a tv show it's not no um major motion picture where we got explosions and shit but on a very small scale she's giving you just how powerful she is she is literally rewriting time like rewrite like uh last episode and <laughs> i may be the only one but when her and vision went outside and saw that man come out that manhole and she simply said no and then they rewind. I was like, y'all don't, I'm waiting for the no more mutants um, aspect of her powers. I'm waiting for her to blow some shit up, to fuck some stuff up, to make everybody mad, to make everybody pay. So while Wanda is inside dealing with her baby, Vision is outside talking to the neighbor. He said, hey to Herbert. Herbert is apparently is their next door neighbor. He wasn't before. We see every episode that house is taking shape. It's it's 
evolving and morphing into a house of a sitcom of that time. And I want to say I've heard this on YouTube. I heard it on a few people say it on Twitter. And hell, just everyone on the internet is that Wanda is, may have, and I don't know if it's confirmed or if it's just like this mass idea that makes the most sense that Wanda and Pietro, when they were kids, would watch American sitcoms. And so now these episodes, part of her body protecting itself and putting it in this safe space is just emulating these American sitcoms that she maybe watched as a kid, uh, which was another part of the, another explanation as to why she didn't sound the way she did before. Like maybe she's mimicking the Americanness of it all. Cause she even mentioned when they talked about baby names, Tommy, Tommy being a good old fashioned American name where vision wanted to, named the baby William after Bill, rather Billy, after William Shakespeare. And even that, like there's a lot of things that I just can't unpack because I just don't know. But again, to circle back to everyone who's like, oh, this show is terrible, it's bad. It's like, man, I don't know what to tell you. It's not, <laughs> it, 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 that's a matter of opinion, but this show is fucking good, man. So, <laughs> so all of this goes on. Uh, Wanda and Vision are together when she, her water breaks. And I like this idea and it's um, that because she's in such control of everything around her, these inconveniences to her, but not inconvenience, that's not the right word. Um, these um, stimuli to her body is affecting the world at large. Like when she had a contraction, it shut out the power everywhere. Pipes bursting. Uh, when she, when her water broke, their whole house was filled with water. That gets Vision out the house to go get the doctor, who's going to Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle. There's something creepy there. And then we get Geraldine showing up. Geraldine speaks to Wanda. They had a little... Little old school Kiki, what's going on? And what I also liked about this episode is Wanda being pregnant and this being very sitcom based. Of course, every time a woman gets pregnant who's an actress, but their character isn't pregnant, they put fruit bowls in front of them. They put them in jackets. They change the camera angles. Like all the tricks that they do to hide that this woman is pregnant is what they've done in this. And I just... Man, I don't know. Y'all, I sound like a stan. I know I sound ridiculously uh, uh, stanish, but I, I like it. I'm really enjoying this show. The first two episodes, they dropped together, so I, I, I it felt kind of like we've only seen one episode, though we're, on, uh, though we're on episode three. And within watching one, two, and three, because I've watched them all back-to-back -to -back today, it's just getting progressively better. Now, there's always going to be... It's art. It's up for interpretation. Everybody's not going to like everything. But I honestly feel like with this show, this is a show that the way it's structured, the way it's written, um, the way that it fits into the rest of the larger Marvel Universe, it is a show that you need to give a chance to. Because um, I know there's a guy who said he only wanted to watch the last three so he can just get everything that happened. I'm like, man, that's a thought. But to each his own, but it just, it feels like it's not, you're not going to have the payoff that everybody else has. So my favorite part of this entire episode is at the end. So Vision has talked to the doctor. He's brought him to the house 
Wanda has given birth to her son. Um, Geraldine has helped her give birth. This baby came out completely clean, wrapped in a blanket. But, you know, it's a sitcom. And Wanda has had this very, I don't, I haven't heard enough interviews with Elizabeth Olsen to like recognize her voice when I first hear it. But Wanda has really given this classic Americana voice. And when her and Geraldine are alone together with the babies, because she ends up having two kids, so we have a Tommy and a Billy. When they're alone and Vision is outside talking with the neighbors, they're acting suspect. Geraldine says something about them being twins, and she's like, I was a twin. And it's something that even though I know from the comics and from the, sh the movies that Wanda is a twin, it's something I keep forgetting. I just keep remembering she has a brother, but I never think of them as twins right away anyways. So, Geraldine says something about twins. Wanda goes into this, like, trance. And it's the same... It's the same thing that I noticed everyone else has done when they kind of realize or they're kind of breaking out of whatever the fuck has this hold on them. And she's like, yeah, I, I am a twin. I had a brother. His name was Pietro. And when she says Pietro, it's like that accent comes out some. And we get this like Shondaland monologue about, yeah, you know, I had a brother, blah, blah, whatever. And then Geraldine turns to her and says, Oh, he was killed by Ultron. And so my nerdy ass, I'm hopping up on cuffs like, all right, all right. The veil is being lifted. The veil is being lifted. And this is my favorite part of the episode because it is, um, one, I didn't see it coming. Like that conversation. And then two, it's um, very heavy. And where I thought Geraldine was just another person in this city. Hell, I don't even really know what the city is. Um, she's clearly not like everyone else because... Agnes, crazy ass, and um, Herb mentions to Vision that, man, she's not like us. She doesn't have a husband. And Vision's like, well, you know, what the fuck? Some people don't have husbands. Well, she doesn't have a home. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And so Herb said, God damn it, I wrote it down. What did he say? She, she, she came here because... Because we're, and then he like stops. And so now that's the mystery. What? She came here because we what? What's wrong with us? Are we real? Are we fake? Are we in prison? Are we all sword agents in a facility or in a mental facility? And she's taking hold of us. Is this town real? And this is the town that she just landed in after Endgame. So many questions. So many questions. Um, and so we cut back to the house. And Geraldine's like, Oh, no, Wanda, I just said you're a strong lady. She's like, no, motherfucker, who the, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> what did you say? So uh, that moment in between them is so tense, and I don't know what's going to happen. I don't expect to see no blood and gore on the TV, but I don't know what's going to happen. Wanda has two kids now. It's that mother instinct, I'm a, you know, I'm a whoop you before you can whoop us, and with her bringing up, her being Geraldine bringing up Ultron, again, I just, I fanned out the whole episode. I'm like, all right, this this shit I've been waiting for. So Geraldine is gone. Vision comes back again as the audience surrogate. He gets this information like, homegirl don't have a home. She ain't got no family. She's in there with my wife. It seems dangerous and tense. Nobody wants to tell me anything. This is giving a lot of horror vibes, a lot of suspense thriller vibes. Vision rush in. 
see Wanda by herself, very much Stepford wife, almost even borderline get out. And it's, it's creepy, man. And I like it because all of the creepy shit that's going on, we're getting a laugh track underneath that. So it's kind of, kind of cutting attention, but it's like, nah, man, this is weird. This thing, this can't possibly be real. Um, so the, the twins, we have them and in the comics, they are, and who is this? Uh, yourself. My apologies if I said your name wrong, but yes, uh, Google this actors, Evan Peters, X-Men's Quicksilver, but now possibly Speed and Asif Ali, possibly Wiccan, who probably play the twins because they're a same age in real life as well. Good, good, good. So yeah, that's another thing. So the twins, we have Tommy and Billy. That's another thing. Even if you're just a um casual fan uh it that that conversation between the kids names was so interesting to me because again you don't know anything like oh they're just debating over these generic names for these kids but those are the names of their children in the comics thank you uh yourself and forgive me if i said your name wrong um those are the names of their kids tommy and billy wiccan and speed and good point Pietro, I have always been a fan of Quicksilver. Well, I've always liked him. I've never been a fan. I was one of those nerds who felt so pissed when he died in Age of Ultra. Like, if your power is to run at the speed of light and then some, and how do you get shot with bullets? How, why do you, that's like my mutant power is to control water, but I drown. Why would I drown? That makes absolutely no sense. So I've I've never been happy with that ending. If he was going to die, fine. Do a better job at killing this man. Like, that's all I ask. So I have been standing and champion for Pietro's return forever. Um, I think I... (laughs) I'm pretty sure this is real. I'm sure I didn't make this up, but uh, the Marvel Disney Plus um, kind of like TV po- movie posters. We've seen the ones with Wanda and Vision in front of a stack of old school televisions. I know I saw one with Pietro with dark hair. I know I did. Now I'm going to go and look through my likes on Twitter, Carefree Blur, that's my handle, and 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 figure out. I know I know this is real. <laughs> so I really want. I really, really want to see him come back because I feel like honestly, this is this is the property in which you can reverse all of that and make it make the most sense. If Wanda is has the power to rewrite time, if she's resurrecting stuff, if she's pretty much a walking Infinity Stone, Jim, whatever, you y'all haven't bring Pietro back. That's all I'm asking. Bring him back. So now when we get these mutants introduced, I don't know if they'll be Magneto's children. Whatever, I just want them to back and together. I want them together. Uh, <laughs> let me see what it says. Yusuf said, if if you Google the cast, it confirms that James Spader will return as Ultron. Good, good, good. I like that. I like that. Have him come back. I want Ultron, but give us another chance to, to, to do it a little bit better than before. Um, what else? I know. Ah, there we go. JP, bring Lorna Dane. Yes, yes. Okay, y'all. So, let me stand for a second since it's brought up. I... Love the mutants. That's what my childhood was built on. Lorna Dane, Pietro Django Maximoff, Wanda Django Maximoff, and Eric Lynster, or whatever his name is at that time. 
I want House of M. I want them with Billy and Tommy. I I, I want it. I, even if it's not the storyline, I want that look. I want that family unit. Because honestly, the Grey Summers clan, yeah, they're cool. But fam, the Maximoffs, Dane, Lynchard, Magnus family. Come on, man. Y'all ain't no... <sighs> and they give them all the Phoenix Force too. <laughs> so yeah, I um I don't know. I'm just I really like this show. I it, I may like it more than most, but I am enjoying it, and I like what Marvel does when they take pretty much um not regular. That's not the word. When they take like a spy story or you know uh, a, a a heist film, and you fold in that superhero element, and I think that's. Also, was lending its that WandaVision to being such a good show because I can't think of too many other characters you could do this with, like Doctor Strange, perhaps. Um, that's just like right off the top of my head. And with this moving right into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, I believe that's the title for the new, for the next Doctor Strange film. God, go all out. And I said this before, I would love for Wanda, even if it's Wanda and um, uh, Doctor Strange, but for Wanda to be the new Tony Stark of the phases. Not in, uh, not necessarily in um, I'm giving you tech and all that other stuff. Like her being this like central figure that's holding everything together. Because once we eventually get these mutants, again, I don't know how they're going to bring this to fruition i have a lot of ideas thoughts and even episodes about it but it would be wonderful to see this woman at the forefront because again i feel like marvel has really dropped the ball with this just now getting the black widow film a hundred years after the start of the universe um but yeah 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 that all aside um i like that vision is also in the dark like, Wanda's this small-framed, conventionally attractive woman who, who on, on her surface, doesn't look um, terrifying, doesn't look like a threat. But, of course, when you know what she can do, hell, we saw her. <laughs> We've seen her. Uh, we know what she can do. But this show, I think, is adding to the amount of power that she has to really fuck some shit up and to rewrite history um make these kids as real as possible i hope they fold in wicked and speed into the marvel universe it feels almost like a young avengers we got kate bishop we got wiccan we got speed uh we got kamala coming um i don't know if there's any amadeus like we just got a champions young avengers mashup as mcu version of it all um i'm i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to honestly man I'm just standing at this point. <laughs> so um, we get Geraldine being tossed from this dome, kind of invisible dome. It, it, it gives me kind of like Truman Show. And she's tossed onto the ground. And as she's coming to from like being tossed on the ground, she's also like waking up. So it almost feels as if maybe the people within this town actually live here. These are real people. And Wanda's presence is... Has them all in some type of deep sleep. Because we've seen her do the little um, gang sign, uh, vision. We've seen her do this little stuff with her hands. And control people's minds. So it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past the show to have these be actual real people 
in a town who just are collateral damage to her new rewritten reality. Um, so I like that. I would say, um, let's see, let's go with um, a favorite character. So for me, overall, I like Wanda. Um, to me, she's the default favorite character all day. But Geraldine, coming at her with that, your brother was killed by Ultron line, is like, okay, you know, you've kind of stepped up because Agnes has been my favorite for one and two. I like her. It's going to be a gas. Like, that. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that at least for the rest of the year. Um, yeah, I'm going to be saying that for the rest of the year. So I would say that my favorite at this point, yeah, it's Geraldine slash Monica. Because now I'm like, your name is Geraldine. Again, I'm familiar with Marvel. I don't know if Geraldine is significant. I don't know if that's like Monica Rambo's grandmother's name. I don't know if that's just the name they've given her. It could be. If y'all know, let me know. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to see where does this change happen now? Because you've been expelled from Westview. You are no longer here. Why did I want you here? What's next? How do you get back? Where does Jimmy Woo, uh, factor in? Where is Daphne? You know, and also the Westview dome or world that we're in when Geraldine gets expelled it puts me in the mind of Thor. Which Thor movie is that? Was it one or two? Where his hammer fell and like S.H.I.E.L.D. built this entire um, camp around it. And that's what it felt like. It didn't look exactly the same, but that's what it felt like to me. So I'm like, there's... I don't... I'm fine with being anxious trying to figure it out. Because even if I'm 100% wrong, it's like I'm happy to be on for this ride. To figure out what the heck is going on. If y'all have any ideas of what you think might be going on in Westview. You know, is Westview uh, a town from the comics or is this just made up for the MCU? Let me know. Um, let's say some people are there. If you have some questions, go ahead and let me know what those are while we get closer to the end here. Uh, favorite scene. I feel like I've already touched on that. My favorite scene past the birth, past all the campy stuff because I was living for that. Was that Wanda and Geraldine conversation? Just the moment where she said, oh, he was killed by Ultron, right? Like, ma'am, how do you know that? Where you come from? <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my, my favorite scene. Um, let's see, what else we have here? So, Easter eggs. There has been a ton of them. I've seen videos. I've talked to people. I've seen images online. There are so many freaking Easter eggs. It's ridiculous. It's a lot. The main thing for me is Tommy and Billy. Seeing Wicked and Speed. And by them existing, fingers crossed, Pietro is popping up too. I want to see this family unit back together again. Because, like, what does this mean for them? What does it mean for Wanda? What does it mean for Vision? What does it mean? What does a world after Endgame look like on this small scale? This has me even more excited for um, Falcon and, um, dude, you know what I'm about. <laughs> it has me more excited for the small scale shows because if you can do something like this that's kind of breaking the mold from everything you've done with the movies what what does this mean for the future of the MCU when you could just pump out these sitcoms that are not or sitcoms yeah well sitcoms TV shows that are not 
to our movies, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, do we get a Wakanda show? Do we get, you know, what happens when we get She-Hulk? What's that going to look like? Moon Knight, all that. I'm, this, this show has me more excited for anything that Disney Plus and Marvel has coming up than any promotional material has had me um has had me had me for the last like year because there was a time where i was kind of burnt out on mcu i was just like man it's all the same i'm tired of it i i don't know where that came from but i just felt like oh i'm sick of it but this has really re-energized me for the mcu it really has uh let's see i think that's all that i have my only orders of business um so yeah this has been I had a wonder vision of love and it was you give it to me. So yes, thank you all for listening into this episode. Thank you guys who were commenting. Yousef, wonderful. JP, I see you. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I, this will be the format for the next six yeah, six episodes. I'll try to ride it out every Friday, maybe a Saturday if I got to get a haircut. You know, life still happens. But I'll try to ride it out every Friday about 6.30-ish for the rest of the limited series. And um, please, you're more than welcome to meet me back here. Share your thoughts, corrections, comments, concerns, all of that. And um, hit me up on Twitter. Twitter is the most immediate way to get in touch with me. Carefree Blurred on Twitter. Carefree Black Nerd on all other social media. Thank you very much. If you'd like to email me, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. And until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay the hell out of Westview because clearly, hey, everybody. (laughs) All right, y'all. Have a good one.